0: Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's going on, champs? How we doing tonight? Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Football Podcast, the Pigskin Champs. It is your host Justin and Derek. You can find us both on Twitter at Pigskin underscore and Pigskin underscore DRock. Derek, man, how we doing after Week Three, brother? I'm doing great, man. Right. How are you? I, I What's up, man? Man, it's how is uh good how's that dad life treating you dude dad life's good man it's it's awesome to come home to that little little nugget man yeah for (laughs) sure man he's uh he's been really good he's been awesome uh you know my girl's been really really uh helpful and and you know trying to let me get some sleep throughout the night because holding down yeah she's holding it down for real man she's definitely the rock right now um but yeah man everything's good loving life how you doing, man? How's the home life treating you? How's those two kids, man? Two beautiful kids. Hey,
1: everyone's doing great, man. Everyone is doing great. Uh, got a little cookout this weekend coming yes, up, sir. So, uh, are we going to watch some
0: football, eat some good food?
1: Yeah. Normally I, uh, I work during Sunday football. I'm literally at work all day long. So took the weekend off, get kicked back, watch some sports. And just enjoy the weekend, man. I think we're going to go do something on Saturday, like a pumpkin patch or whatever. But uh, yeah, man, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be a great weekend. So, looking forward to it. Got to get some fantasy content out for week four before that happens. So, absolutely. Tonight, what do we got tonight, Justin?
0: Bro, we are in it. Week four start sit show. We are ready to go, man. You ready to kick this off with some news? And, yep. Let's do it. Happened. what happened is i need a bigger ir spot in our main league that's what, what That's what we really have is okay listen <laughs> we have four ir spots in that league and i had six players out last week <laughs> like two are and it's my both of my starting running backs as well we're out and i'm like this is ridiculous yeah that, that really sucks facing the christian mccaffrey owner i thought i was i thought i was golden man i was like christian mccaffrey went down i got a little bit of a break and i'm the dalvin cook owner Nope. I'm also the Daryl Henderson owner. Nope. Okay. That's that's great. It's one after that's, another, that's, man. That's that's great. We're just I'm in hit that danger button, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm in danger. That's, yeah, that, that's that's me, man. I'm in the fire. It's okay, man. I have one startable running back right now. At least it's at Alvin. Least not, yeah, yeah. It's Alvin Kamara, at least. That's a, that's but, a
1: good start running back. <laughs> so I'm looking at uh I'm looking at Ronald Jones and uh Peyton Barber. Royce Freeman. Oof.
0: So the only, I mean, Peyton Barber's a good one, man. But the only. Only bad... if Josh Jacobs is out Yeah, right? And we don't know because that's a Monday night game, man. So that's, that one's tough. The one, the one thing I have going for
1: me is that Ronald Jones plays on Sunday night. So at least I'll have you some have, time to think about it. You won't have any clarity, bro. I'm not going to have any clarity. It's not going to be great. Nope. Uh Just don't check on me in my fantasy <laughs> leagues this week. So, um, I've been trying to trade for running backs for a long time. Uh, I have James White, who is actually the first guy in our News and Notes section we're going to talk about. Going to miss the rest of the season with that hip subluxation injury, uh, the same injury that Ryan Fitzpatrick is, uh, has been diagnosed with. So James White really sucks, man. So sad. Uh, you hate to see players go down with season-ending injuries like this. I, this is only the third hip subluxation injury I've ever heard
0: of. Yeah. Ever since Tua, man, they, they've become more Tua, common. Tua, like,
1: Fitz, and now James White. Yeah, Other than it's... that, I've, I've never heard of this injury before. I've never seen it. So maybe I just haven't been as plugged in before. I don't know. But I don't know if this injury is a common thing, but it sucks, man. All right. Uh, T. Higgins officially ruled out. We'll talk more about T. Higgins and the Cincinnati Bengals-Jacksonville Jaguars matchup later in the Thursday night preview. But he's been officially ruled out against Jacksonville. Uh, Fire up all wide receiver pass
0: catchers for that team. And then fire up Joe Mixon, all with confidence, man. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to, I think he's going to have a field day in this matchup.
1: Uh, You got a couple guys who missed practice today. We'll start with those. Russell Gage with an ankle injury remains sideline. Elijah Moore didn't practice today. George Kittle mispractice as well. Uh, AJ Brown also mispractice. And a bunch of other guys returned. Uh, some of the Bucks, sorry, some of the Bucks players uh Giovanni Bernard didn't didn't practice. Rob Gronkowski didn't practice. All right. Uh, Antonio Brown returned from the COVID list and then we've got some players who did get a limited session in like Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jonathan Taylor. Jamison Crowder and Darrell Henderson all get limited work in practice on Wednesday, you know, encouraging for their, their status over the weekend. So continue yes. to monitor all those situations and make sure that you have plans for guys if they are to go down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Stockpile man. running backs. Yes, um, kinda, anybody with a pulse. Kind of keep up, keep an eye open for it. I mean, Alexander Madison was a uh, fire hit last week. If you're able to stash him on your roster with Dalvin Cook going out, um, Dalvin Cook, it looked like he actually returned to practice this week. So I think that he's probably on the track, right track to play. From the, all the injury
1: experts that I follow he was close to playing last week yeah. and i did see a interview with dalvin cook or i don't know if it was an interview or it was just like a after practice kind of thing like a press, like press comment, conference or whatever yeah. and it said that uh he him he himself said this he was like you know if i can't contribute to my team winning if i'm not explosive then I'm just not going to go. I'm going to let the guy who's worked hard step up and do his job. Yep. That's what he said. That's awesome. And not for fantasy, he said he woke awesome. up. He said he woke up Sunday morning and knew he couldn't play. Oh, okay. He just did not feel right. So, you know, good on him to to know his to not force himself out there if he's not ready. So, I think that he'll if he plays this week then he'll be good to go. Like he shouldn't be oh, worrying for sure. about yeah, this for be, an Yeah, he'll be I think time, when so. he's
0: out there he's going to be 100%. Um, a bunch of these other guys, it's just stay tuned, kind of look at how they are. This is, um, you know, this is all Wednesday news that we're, we're giving you guys. So, uh, look to see what that Thursday practice rolls around and, and how people are doing, you know, the Steelers wide receivers are kind of interesting, man, because, you know, they're playing green Bay this week, which if these two guys can't go, man, Najee's, I think, out for another high-targeted game, and it's going to be interesting. So Yeah, 19 targets this past week. Yeah, with- I don't think it's going to be that crazy, but, I mean, if both those guys, Juju and uh, Deontay Johnson, can't go, Najee's going to eat up the entire I know, short I don't know game.
1: why they continue to throw the ball so much. I and I don't want the, the Steelers to take over this podcast right now, but I don't know why. Why don't they just hand the ball to Najee more? I just don't think they trust that O-line. Why don't they get another competent back to come in to help spell him why don't they run the ball a lot more than they're running it right now big ben is clearly not Uh, it
0: dude he's it looks bad out there man i mean i know like listen he's
1: done a lot for that franchise but he's he's done he's hurting them right now exactly for sure all right so that was news and notes brought to you by nobody because we're not sponsored by anybody (laughs) um uh let's go with uh little off the hook
0: but they are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook
1: all right. Forgive me for I have sinned. I, uh, I'm i Be- sorry. Jesus. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I had a tough week. I had a very tough week. So uh, we'll just go through real quick. My start of the week, Daniel Jones, QB24 on the week. Not good, Bob. All right. My star <laughs> of the week, Jameis Winston, QB25, which was a good call. Um, so hopefully somebody sat him because I told them to. Uh, start of the week, at running back Tyson Williams was the RB64. Sit of the week, Antonio Gibson, RB16. Listen, the the process on – I'm going to defend my Gibson take real quick. The process <laughs> on Gibson was right. He had 31 yards rushing. And he busted a 73-yard TD. He had one 73-yard TD that made this a miss on my part. So I, I'll i take the L, but the process I will defend. Yeah, okay? It looks, looks like your uh... The process was right. He went up against a tough run defense – he just had that one touchdown. Hey, I'm not taking that touchdown away from him because he scored it. But I just want everybody to understand he had 31 yards rushing. The and process that was, was there. just
0: like my Tannehill pick last week, man. Yeah. The process was right, yeah. but your uh, your sit looks like your start over here, and your, yeah. your start looks like your sit. It doesn't get better at wide receiver start of the week. <laughs> no, bro. it does not.
1: Robert Woods, wide receiver, 65. My sit of the week, Brandon Cooks, wide receiver, 11. Uh, again, I apologize. Brandon Cooks, I I really All thought right. that I really thought Tampa Bay could slow down Cooper Cup enough for Robert Woods to get some more looks, but apparently not. Uh, and then my tight ends are also flipped. Start of the week: T.J. Hawkinson, tight end, thirty-five. Sit of the week: Mike Sicky, tight end, Mike three. Is
0: sicky getting targets out there? Rough man. I don't know. I, I could not catch a break. Sick-y. Could not All catch right. a break
1: with running back, wide receiver, or tight end. They're both. They're all flipped. They all should be flipped. Uh, my start of the week on defense was a top ten defense, so I will t- hang on to that one. Carolina was a DST ten, and my sit was Washington, who was literally the worst defense of the week, wide uh, DST thirty two. My kicker, Daniel Carlson, kicker number seven. I'll take that as a as a win. Top ten kicker, I'll take it. Yeah, double-digit right, fantasy points. So. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Justin, hopefully you are much better than I was Dude, this week, I, and it I does a, appear to be.
0: I had a little, little bit better of a week than you, man, just, just a little slightly. It's um, okay, man, I had I, a good week, week one. My start uh, of the week, week at QB last week was Kirk Cousins finishes the QB number five. I think the man is having a great season right now. Uh, I did say to sit Joe Burrow, he finishes the QB thirteen. I mean, he probably didn't completely sink your week if you started him. Uh, he, you know, outside of that QB1 range. So, I mean, I'll take that as a little bit of a win. Uh, I did tell you to start Kareem Hunt in the RB position. Finishes the RB2 number overall, the RB2. And then I also said to sit the Rams running back room because I did not know if it was Daryl Henderson or Sonny Michelle, And Sonny Michelle finishes RB29, rb three uh territory so i'll take the win on that one now my wide receiver is where it gets a little had sterling Shepard wide receiver 92 finished or uh, didn't finish the game he was hurt with a hammy uh i did say to sit Corey davis finishes wide receiver 52 nice so that nice was call. a good good call there tight ends gets a little dicey man gronk Finished tight end seventeen.
1: He did leave the game for a little bit.
0: He did. And I think he's got what some bruised ribs or something. Mm-hmm. And uh Grunk will be okay. Yeah, he'll be all right. Grunk's And smash. then um Tyler Higby, tight end nine. Sorry, Dallogy, bud. That was a that was a good performance. I think
1: I feel like tight ends are a little tough though, because if they, they score are. a touchdown, they're probably in the top. Yeah, 10. for sure. So you know, don't don't hurt yourself too much. Yeah. Don't don't feel a bit too bad. yeah right. the, the people will be okay.
0: I mean, I did recommend the number two overall running back, you know.
1: (laughs) All right. Take your your
0: victory lap. Uh, Defense. I said to start New England's defense, and that was a huge mistake. Oof. Yeah, the 23rd. Overall defense, but I did say to sit San Francisco's defense who finished as the DST twenty-nine. So that's good. That's right. It's just almost dead last. <laughs> well it did
1: just hammered home the point that the freaking 49ers should not have been the favorite in that game. Yes. I know it was a close game and it yes. came down to a field goal at the end, but they should not have been the favorite. Yep. Get out of here, sports books.
0: And uh recommended Matt Gay as your kicker as the kicker number eight overall. That's where he finished. Nice. Overall, decent week. I'm hoping week four I can get even better, man. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Fantasy football is a game where there's a lot of luck involved, a lot of can you stay healthy involved. So gotta
0: trust the process, man. Our process, gotta, over process. Results.
1: process over absolutely. results, man. Uh, it's hard to say that after a week that I just had, but I'm gonna stick to it, man. Process over results. We're gonna have the same approach. S- the same. We're
0: way. just slightly veer your process. No, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll adjust. We'll adjust. All right, let's. Uh, you want to talk? Start sit, dude. Let's do it, man. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. That's what I'm saying to the people. That was Matt and
1: Nagy. Just let me give you advice, guys. <laughs> I know there's a lot of riding on it, but it's all psychological.
0: <laughs> I got
1: you guys this week, man. It sounds like have Matt, a much...
0: Matt Nagy, man, trying to be psychological on everybody.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to have to update <laughs> the intro to this show coming up. Uh, if anybody doesn't really? know that that's the... We're turning it up, thing. That's that's Matt Nagy. Oh yeah, we're turning it up. Uh, all right, the heat on we're, his we're seat. We're turning, is turning up. up
0: all the uh, all the question marks about your team. And he's so he's such interesting Dude, a I heard a stat fella. that like, I believe the Justin Tucker game winning field goal was like sixteen yards longer than the total offense for the bears or something like that no way dude it was some crazy stat yes oh my god like because like you no, know, because of all the sacks and everything like yeah. they only passed for like 50 50 60 yards so i think that his kicker was longer than the entire offense for the chicago bears last week that doesn't feel good man <laughs> like
1: just that guy feels dude. horrible <laughs> it's justin fields like I don't listen. It, and I, and the other it, thing too. The it, other thing too is I saw a. Um, I know we're talking a lot about the Bears right now. We should be talking to start a sip. But uh, they it. were talking about it on like ESPN or something about how they ran like, you know, however many pass plays they ran right. But like the large majority of them, they didn't. They didn't call. I think they called five man protection the majority of the game. They called six man protection like three times. They called. They called zero like rollouts or bootleg. So they didn't they weren't trying to get him out of the pocket. Literally all their pass protection was five man protection. And for defense blitz like you're screwed. And Miles Garrett had a field day. Yeah. And Jason Peters, the left tackle is has no business being on the field. Like I don't know if you saw that play, but like literally they snapped the ball to fields and 2 seconds later he was
0: on the ground. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy yeah, stuff, is. man. It is nuts, man. But let's get into this, these QBs, man. How are we feeling about them? All right.
1: We are. I mean, it doesn't I know it doesn't matter for quarterbacks, but we're, we're looking at full PPR uh rankings. Yeah, it doesn't matter for quarterbacks. So let's kind of go through talk talk to me about the top guys. Uh any nervousness about Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady. These are the top five in ECR um, this week. Uh, You got Mahomes at Philly, Josh Allen at home versus Houston, Kyler at the Rams, Herbert against the Raiders, and Tom Brady at New England. Anybody in there that you're kind of maybe nervous about or, I mean... Are we just firing them all up? Nah, no, man, questions asked? you,
0: you got to fire these guys up. You drafted them way too high to, to sit them and, and try to find a different thing. So, you know, week in, week out, unless it's a bye week, you're going to start these group of guys here. Um, it could probably even go maybe top six or seven. You're going to probably end up starting these guys. Uh, the guy I'm just a little bit maybe nervous about is going to be Kyler Murray. Um, they do have the Los, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, coming into town. I don't know. They're going to LA, so I mean it's gonna be. It is a dome and everything, but I, I think that that matchup's a little bit tough. And without or with a kind of hobbled D Hop, let's see how how that how that works out.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree. That I'm I'm firing all these guys up, and I'm even going uh, with Lamar, Russell, Stafford, Dak, Hurts, Rogers cousins like i'm firing all those guys up yeah man um outside of that range i mean i don't think there's any really disagreement there outside of that range though uh you know Derek Carr on monday night he's been on fire he actually leads the league in passing right now
0: yeah that's a good, that's he a good on the, start man. he's
1: on the road uh but i think i'd still be willing to start him if if i'm in that position where i need to start a streaming yeah, quarterback
0: if, if you're in a streaming candidate um or stringing category for QBs. Derek Carr is a good option for you this week. Um, uh, along with, I, to me, I believe Sam Darnold is a good one at Dallas. Uh, you have, I mean, again, in a dome, you just lost Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to have to air it out to his wide receivers a little bit more. Um, it's it's not a great matchup, but I think he can have a a decent fantasy day. Carolina is a sneaky good football team. It is, they are, man. They are. I they mean, may they not, are they're 3 they, and 0. They may not but. provide a whole lot of
1: fantasy value for the next couple weeks without McCaffrey in there. But they are a sneaky good football team, man. Yeah. Their defense is actually like number 1 in a lot of categories right now. Yeah. So I, I like this team, man. Uh, Joe Burrow against Jacksonville,
0: yeah, absolutely,
1: man. That's fire a that's a good fire. Heineke right there. against Atlanta. Atlanta's still one of the worst defenses against opposing quarterbacks, so I'd be firing him up as well if you need to. I'm not expecting like maybe top twelve production, but he could easily fit in the top fifteen um, if you're looking for a streaming quarterback. Uh, anybody outside this range, man. I mean, now we're getting into guys that either have bad matchups or they haven't really. They're not really solid fantasy producers. You're starting to get into a lot of guys that don't offer a whole lot on the ground. Uh Daniel Jones is really the only one that in this range that I feel like is startable, but he's got he's going up against New Orleans in New Orleans. That yeah. stadium's gonna be rocking. I think the Saints blow the Giants out.
0: Um to to me, man, I, I'm gonna stay away from Daniel Jones this week. They're going against a tough defense, and they're down two of their wide receivers. Uh, we don't know if they're going to be playing this week. They might be without Sterling Shepherd and Darius Slayton. So the fact that their best receiver is going to be um, Kenny Galladay, he is yet to you know, form a chemistry with Daniel Jones that's worth anything for fantasy. Uh, I know he makes a difference on the actual NFL field, but for fantasy, I'm going to go ahead and stay away from Daniel Jones this week. If you got another option, I would pivot. I would actually play like a Taylor Heineke over Daniel Jones, which is actually what I'm actually personally doing in my league this week is I'm actually going to go ahead and fire up Taylor Heineke because I completely punted the QB position and I am in the streaming category every single week. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, I agree, man. Um, Justin Fields has a solid match against Detroit. How are we feeling about Justin Fields? He's the only rookie that I think is startable this week. So.
0: I I wouldn't even start him to be honest with you. Uh, I I think that there are other options that you can just see how this is going to go. Yeah, I think we're going to have to wait and see. It on doesn't. It just doesn't look good, man. It it looked really really bad. They, they couldn't even move it a whole half a football length. Yeah. You know, they barely got it that. So, I mean, Detroit, Detroit's been been playing, man. They, they've been playing some decent football where they're in games. I know that they've, you know, they just went toe-to-toe at Baltimore, mm. you know. So, uh, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a defense that I'm scared about or anything like that. But we don't even know Justin Fields is going to be the starter, man. Like Matt Nagy came out and said that there's a possibility that Nick Foles can come back and be a starter. Like, I just don't trust Chicago right now. I, I'm gonna I would pivot and have another option if you can.
1: All right, let's talk starts of the week at the quarterback position. I'll go first. My start of the week at quarterback this week is gonna be Jalen Hurts against Kansas City. Kansas City gives up the second most fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. They've given up the most rushing yards to quarterbacks and the second most rushing touchdowns two quarterbacks now i know that they played lamar jackson that has a lot to do with it but jalen hurts provides some rushing upside in this game it's going to be a shootout i believe i feel like this game is going to be back and forth it's uh it is at in philadelphia okay so typically the home team plays uh a little bit better right uh you know Jalen Hurts going to be out on his home field in a game where he's going to have to put up points man and i feel like he's going to get a lot done with his legs i feel like they need to get him more designed quarterback runs but uh yeah i'd be willing to fire him up with that rushing baseline as well i think he's a top 12 quarterback this week and i think it's a, almost a lock i would almost put put money on it so he's my start of the week i'm going with Jalen Hurts the quarterback 10 so far in ecr uh yeah, I'm firing him up.
0: All right, man. I like it. Uh, I am going to go with the guy who's actually number one. The QB number one through three weeks in fantasy football. I'm going to go with the the old guy that still looks young. Mr. Tom Brady. Listen, I, New England fans, I'm, I'm sorry because you're about to have a pissed off Tom Brady, after last week, you, you saw him on the bench with his head down, thinking about typically what... Typically means bad things oh, for the opponents. Yes. Like, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones and and McDaniels, they're, they're, I don't think they can do anything to... Stay in this game, like I, I, this, this. The NFL
1: did the Patriots dirty by putting this game on Sunday Night
0: Football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're about to get embarrassed on Monday, on Sunday Night Football, like for sure. Yeah. This is, I, I, dude, I think Tom Brady has another four, or five TDs this game, man. He, he's been on fire. He, he's proven that age don't matter right now. Like he he's just having fun out there, and he's he's slinging the rock. He's, he's currently he second good. in the
1: NFL in passing yards, man, behind Derek yeah, Carr. He so. looks really damn good, and and he has the the number one uh, completion percentage on deep balls in the NFL, over fifty percent completion percentage on deep balls.
0: And he should be getting Antonio Brown back this week. Yep. So look, just if you got Tom Brady on your team, start him up.
1: He he's gonna be fire. This yeah, week. absolutely. All right, sit of the week at quarterback for me is going to be... I want you all to hear me out on this one, okay? Because when I tell you that Ryan Tannehill is my sit of the week against the Jets, you're going to be like, what? Who the... What? You know, like, you're going to be, oh, oh, this is the guy that had all those bad calls last week. Here's, here's another one, right? <laughs> <laughs> hear me out, all right? I know it's the Jets, okay? But... The Jets have given up the third fewest fantasy points per game to the tight to the quarterback position. All right. Game script matters in fantasy football. Okay. Tennessee, I feel like, is going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry forty times. That might not be an exaggeration. Okay. We've seen him carry the ball over thirty times already. The Jets are gonna have nothing for this Tennessee football team.
0: For Derrick Henry. For The Tennessee, the Tennessee Derrick, Derrick, Derrick Henrys. Henrys, yes. Okay, <laughs> so
1: this game, I I strongly believe that Tannehill's whole job this week is going to be to turn around and hand it to Derrick Henry. He may not even have to do that. They may just snap it to Derrick Henry. Okay, <laughs> just straight wildcat, just straight wildcat, ten catch. on the
0: field. Okay, just
1: <laughs> um, Tannehill can do that Jay Cutler thing in the flat where he just kind of like stands there, <laughs> like he doesn't give a crap. Hey, hi um, mom. The Jets have played. Uh, They played really well against opposing quarterbacks, man. And both Julio Jones and A.J. Brown did not practice on Wednesday. Okay. A.J. Brown, I actually expect to miss this game. And Julio, at his age, misses Wednesday practices pretty regularly. So he's not – I would not say he's trending to be out, but it's definitely a situation to monitor. If he is not playing this week and they don't have any – any wide receivers or a tight end to play. I mean, Ferkser I think was a full participant in practice today. So he'll he'll probably be back, but you can't tell me that Ferkser is going to make Tannehill a QB one this week. Yeah, no. So if he doesn't have any receivers, if the game plan is to hand it to Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Derrick Henry's win this game by 30 points and it's 30 to zero and it's literally all Derrick Henry, you can't start Tannehill. You just can't do it. So, yeah, I'm not sitting him because the Jets are a good defense. I'm sitting him because the game script is telling me they don't need Tannehill to win this game.
0: That's it. What What must it be like to be the New York Jets coaching staff and be like, we got to stop this one guy? And they just and, know. And not, they know that they're not Sala going to. Salah knows like, he can't stop him. Like, uh, no, man, I really do like the call. Uh, it's Ryan definitely Tannehill, a gutsy call, man. It's it it a gutsy is, call. but... To back up your argument, man, in week two, Ryan Tannehill threw for 347 yards, added 27 yards of rushing on the ground, and still finishes the QB 24 on the week. Exactly. It's, it's, it can happen, man, because Derrick Henry, I think he's going to have a really good game this week. So I do like the call. You know, the, I... I I started Tannehill. He was my start of the week in week two. The process was right. The TDs never showed up. And if you're without your top two wide receivers, it's hard to be a QB one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. So my set of the week, I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. It's going to be Daniel Jones against New Orleans without two of his guys that he is. He's been utilizing, especially Sterling Shepard, that he's been the guy to lean on. A little bit here I just think that you know passing to Kenny Galladay if Evan Ingram comes back and and Saquon I just don't think it's enough against that tough New Orleans defense I think he's gonna be you know QB low QB two range so I, I would go ahead and sit him and, and pivot if you're if you got Daniel Jones as your starting QB yeah man
1: I was burned by Daniel Jones last week and uh, I fully endorse this call man uh, this is not a spite agreement here, even though it sounds like it, but uh, all the points you made were valid, man. I'm just... I'm off. If he doesn't have... I mean, the, the common denominator is if you don't have your best weapons...
0: It's hard. It's hard to be a QB1, man. It's hard to be a qb it
1: Exactly. It's hard to be a QB1. Like If you don't have anybody to throw to, like how are you going to get fantasy points? Yep, absolutely. Like You're not going to throw to some practice squad guys and expect to be a QB1. So, yeah, I'd be looking to move off of him as well. So, all right, let's jump into the... Let's talk through the, the top guys, man. Uh, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. I mean, honestly, dude, running back, it, you everyone. Got to, man. You got to, I'm going to. I'm just going to scroll down the list, man. I'm all the way down at RB23, 24, 20. Uh, I would not start Madison. He's at RB24 a week. That's probably a placeholder, assuming that, that that's probably just there in case Dalvin Cook doesn't play. He might move up after that. But that's probably the cutoff, honestly, is the top 24 guys, right? So,
0: do you I, have anybody I, that
1: you may be looking to sit in the top 24? Because yeah. I don't really think fantasy managers can afford to sit any of these guys. No,
0: they can't. But, like, okay,
1: so let yeah. me rephrase this Who should we adjust our expectations on?
0: Okay, let, let's, let's go with that. that because you know, we did have a, a waiver wire edition that was a very high waiver wire edition in Chuba Hubbard that somebody could have easily got off the waiver wire this week to replace a RB2, okay? So now an RB2 that I'm looking at that got a little bit bad taste in my mouth. It was a guy that I've been fading. I think I might have put him on my blacklist this week or this year in the offseason. It's Miles Sanders, man. The dude got two carries. Two carries last week, and then they're about to go play Kansas City. I, I just think that this game script is going to be a game script for a lot of passing again. Kenny Gainwell. Yeah. It, it's I mean, I just don't Miles Sanders is just it just didn't look good, man. The fact that he only got two carries last week, they only ran three runs. Like three design runs. That's all they called last week. So I just don't think that Miles Sanders, if you can pivot, like if you were a guy that maybe you know, got a, a a Chuba off the waiver wire, or you got somebody that's a little bit lower down. Maybe, you know, if you know, maybe a Tyson that you got off the waiver wire, or you know, a Trace Sermon that you know, if if uh, Mitchell's not there and he's a starting guy, you know, I I would just maybe try to pivot off of him if you can.
1: Yeah. Like I said, you it's it's gonna be really hard to suggest somebody sit a running back because there's just there's not very many of them. there. There's
0: not, man. It it is it is tough. And if you got Miles Sanders, you probably have him. Depending on how you drafted, you you got him borderline as like an RB one option type. If your deal, league you know. only
1: starts one running back, but multiple flex. Yeah, you could probably consider sitting <laughs> yeah. him.
0: Okay, it is. It's tough, man. But it if is. he's
1: your RB two and you start two running backs, you probably have to play him. So yeah, just adjust your expectations, man. Um, I just want to throw in a quick word about Chuba. Then we can move on. But uh, if you spent Fab money on Chuba Hubbard, you absolutely play him this week because yes. you may not be able to play him in two weeks. So you him, need to get your money. Yeah,
0: he's going to be a great flex option for you and or RB two option. I don't think he's going to kill your week. I think RB
1: two is his ceiling. Yes, A solid yes. flex would be all right. I think ten to fifteen points would be would be respectable. But
0: mo- most likely, right now, the guy, the people that went out and and dropped that money on Chuba only for these two weeks, are the people that are really really hurting and or lost Christian McCaffrey. Yes. So you're probably looking at Chuba to be an RB two for your team, mm-hmm. and I think he can provide that. I don't think he's going to kill your team. He's not going to hurt it. I think, but I don't know if he's not going to. Don't expect the the Mike Davis ceiling that he provided. He still is only a rookie, you know? Yeah.
1: All right, so let's talk about some guys here. I think what we should do is just kind of uh, – I'll throw out two names. You say who you're going to start. Who would you rather start? Okay. Let's kind of do it like that. Let's go with that format. So um, looking around, would you start – who would you rather start, Devin Singletary or Tyson Williams? They are back-to-back in ECR right now. Devin Singletary at uh, at home against Houston, Tyson on the road against Denver, but in a great rushing offense.
0: Oh man! I
1: bring the fire questions, man. Yeah, I bring dude, the that, heat. That
0: one starting off strong. I don't, I don't like that question. I don't like that one at all. Um, I'm gonna wow. I'm riding with Tyson,
1: man. I cannot yeah, trust Devin dude, Singletary. Dude, I can't
0: either because Zach Moss. Looked like he was getting the majority. So I, I would go Tyson, but the performance that he just put up, especially now going against Denver, uh, it, that's going to be tough, man. That's going to be a tough one. But I would definitely go Tyson on that.
1: All right. How about Jamal Williams and Leonard Fournette? They are 20, Jamal. 29 and 31, respectively. Uh, I would go Jamal. 100%. I uh, agree
0: Especially that. PPR. I, I would go Jamal. I don't want any bit of this Tampa Bay uh, running backs. It's it's just it's a three-headed monster and there's not enough there's not nearly enough work for even a one, you know, pure back. So yeah. I think Tom Brady is is gonna keep slinging these TDs, man. All right. Um how about some
1: How about some pass catching backs? What about Naeem Hines or Cordell Patterson?
0: Um, I do like what I've been seeing from Cordell Patterson. He looks like he is being uh, involved in this offense quite a bit. He's kind of taking bits and pieces of everybody off this team, it seems like. So I would go uh He'd be a perfect fit in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Perfect fit. I think I would go uh, Cordell Patterson there, man. I, I really do like that one.
1: Just for some context, uh, Naeem Hines, 28th in ECR. Cordell Patterson, 35th. But Cordell Patterson gets done in a lot of different ways, man. And uh, Naeem Hines was not very involved last week. And when we get to the start of the week, I will tell you why I do. I would agree with that take. Yeah. I'm not looking at Naeem Hines. Uh, last one, then we'll get into the starts of the week. Tony Pollard or uh, Kenyon Drake. Tony Pollard gets Carolina, which has been a great defense against running backs. And then Kenyon Drake against the Chargers on Monday Night Football. So
0: that one's a little bit tough because we don't know the... We, we don't know what's going on with Josh Jacobs. Okay. I, if, yeah. if Josh Jacobs is not playing, I like Kenyon Drake a lot more. I think that the chargers can be exposed on the ground a little bit. And I think Kenyon Drake could be a little bit of a safety blanket for, um, Derek Carr being a nice flex option for you. If you need him, um, Tony Pollard, He looks good. Carolina looks good, too, though. Uh, I I think I would probably go Drake because I don't think that Josh Jacobs is going to go 100%.
1: I think Kenny Drake's role. I agree here. I would. No, sorry. I think Kenny Drake's role is locked in whether Josh Jacobs is there or not. Tony Pollard, to me, is scary to play this week against Carolina. So I think I'm actually gonna go with Kenyon Drake. Okay. I think I agree that he does get a little bit of a bump with Josh Eggers being out. That hasn't been announced yet. I don't know if it's going to if it's trending that way. Uh, but uh, Tony Pollard, he's a I mean he's not the he's in a timeshare. But he's not on the good side of the timeshare. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's a great defense. It's a tough matchup. I think I would go with uh, Kenyon Drake over Tony Pollard. All so. right.
0: Here I got uh, I got one for you here, man. That All right, Shoot. It's a top top twenty four guys that I want to kind of know. Would you go Chase Edmonds or Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon against Baltimore Ooh. or Chase Edmonds versus the Rams?
1: I am gonna go. I'm gonna stay away from that Rams matchup, and I'm gonna go with Melvin Gordon. Okay, and he's in a 50 okay. 50 timeshare with Javante Williams. But he is. but you know he's scored. He's had some big plays so far. And he he's is. he's still a good football player. So I'm gonna go with Melvin Gordon in that one. I'm not totally sold on Chase Edmonds, man.
0: I'm not either. I think PPR wise, he he gives you a safe floor that won't kill your team. But yeah, I think I'd go Melvin on that one too. That Rams defense looks good. All right, let's go starts and sits. Um, do you want to kick us off with your start of the week? Let's go ahead and do it, man. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. He was your sit of the week last week. He's my start of the week this week. It's going to be Antonio Gibson going against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, let me talk to Ron Rivera real quick if you're listening. Ron, listen up. Listen up. You, you remember that 73-yard reception td that antonio gibson took to the house yeah yeah he's real good at catching the ball so just remember that because i think that antonio, watch the film ron yes watch the film antonio gibson i think is gonna have a great week man i think atlanta is gonna be uh or antonio gibson is gonna be able to take full advantage of this atlanta matchup he looked good he, he's been looking good hasn't looked great you know, has maybe had a couple bad tastes, but you you see, you see the progression. You see that he's able to make these plays. I think he's going to get utilized in this offense a little bit more. You saw McKissick kind of go away this week, uh, so I I don't know. With the addition of Curtis Samuel kind of coming off the IR and maybe getting implemented into this offense, maybe. You know, stretches the field out a little bit for these guys, and, and they actually have a, a true number two wide out, which, you know, takes a little bit of focus off this running game. and helps Antonio Gibson out. So I, I do like Antonio Gibson this week.
1: I like it, man. I like it. I'm sorry, Antonio Gibson, that I doubted you. Yeah, uh, Dude's good. But I'm really not sorry. You have 31 <laughs> yards rushing. Anyway... Uh, I'm still... I'm just salty, man. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just salty today, okay? Uh, My start of the week at running back is going to be Jonathan Taylor against the Miami Dolphins. I believe wholeheartedly this is a get-right game for Jonathan Taylor. He hasn't been producing like he should, uh, but he's also not getting opportunities. So, um, But Miami is second-worst against opposing running backs. They're giving up an average of 25.4 fantasy points per game to the running back position. They're third in yards allowed, and... Third worst in yards allowed. Sorry, let I me mean, just clarify that. They are giving up a ton of yards to running backs, and they've given up the second most tight at, uh, touchdowns to the running back position. Jonathan Taylor may not get all the receiving workload in this game, but I don't think he's going to need it. I think he's going to run wild on this defense. And, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, fire him up. I was off of him in the, in the, in the preseason, but this is a good matchup, and... It should be a game, especially if Carson Wentz is a little hobbled or hurt. uh, You know, you're going to want to lean on the run a little bit more. So, I think this is a get right game for Jonathan Taylor. I'm willing to fire him up as my start of the week. All
0: right, man. All right. So my sit of the week is going to be Damian Harris against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Dude, Tampa's just got such a good defensive front. They get you know you can you can throw the ball on them a little bit, but that. That running game gets stuffed. Uh, Sony Michelle ran the ball twenty times last week and got sixty-seven yards. Damien Harris last week only got six attempts on the ground. That uh, you know it may it may you know it it, it may increase a little bit with this J, uh, James White injury, but I, I think Damien Harris is going to be a, a sit this week. I think he's going to be good. For you the rest of the way, but against this Tampa Bay, if you got us, if you got another option, man, I would go ahead and pivot.
1: All right, my sit of the week is going to be Tony Pollard against Carolina. Now, I didn't want to go with Zeke because I feel like Zeke is going to get enough opportunity to be at least a top twenty-four back. Okay, Pollard has been a guy that has been flex worthy the last couple weeks. Right, he's been either. uh you know he's been producing pretty well with the opportunities that he's been given right i'm not starting him this week he's not flex worthy this week for me at all the matchup is absolutely brutal okay they play carolina this week carolina is a number 1 defense against fantasy running backs or against running backs okay they give up on average 4.9 total fantasy points to the entire running back position per game 4.9 they are one of seven teams left in the nfl without a rushing touchdown scored on them. Uh yeah, it is a tough tough matchup, man. They are second in the NFL in receptions given up to running backs. They are third in the NFL in receiving yards given up to running backs. They are it's just this this matchup is absolutely terrible. So I'm I'm absolutely sitting Tony Pollard. You can't start him this week. You can you can throw Zeke in there out of necessity because you have to. But Tony Pollard has been a flex option, and in that category, in that range, I would rather start a receiver that could be more viable for you and score more points. I don't think Tony Pollard has a good week.
0: All right. Yeah, man, I like it. Okay,
1: so let's move into the wide receiver position. Uh, This is – I feel like this, this position group is the deepest in fantasy football. Yes, 100%. 100% the deepest in fantasy football. I feel like everyone is good at receiver. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you are just, if you're sane of mind, if you are good at, at drafting, if you listen to podcasts, read rankings, if you're connected to fantasy football, right? And you're, you know, you play it more than one, you know, if you're connected, you are solid at wide receiver. There's, it's so deep. There's so many players. Uh, so let's kind of break you know, the top guys. I mean, you're not sitting Adams, Cup, Hill, Diggs, Metcalf, Jefferson, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, CD Lamb, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe Hopkins if he's hurt, but Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin, like the list goes on and on. Like
0: the top twenty four guys, you're playing all of them. Yeah, you, you're you are man. The DeAndre Hopkins one is is the one that kind of worries me the most. He only got three catches for like 20-something yards last week. And now he's going to – what we think is going to be going up against Jalen Ramsey. I think he's going to be shadowing him all week long. If he's a little bit hobbled, it's it, it, it's going to be tough for him to produce fantasy-wise. I, I know you probably don't have another option for how you drafted DeAndre Hopkins. But if there's another option out there that maybe you can – pivot to i'm maybe you do like maybe you you know maybe somehow you got a cooper cup late you know and he's blowing up and, and and you got another you know wide receiver three that's that's really good on your team and and you can afford to sit him i would go ahead and do it but most of people out there the way where you had to draft DeAndre hopkins to have him on your team he's out there every week for you
1: Yeah, I don't think uh, – I, I can't sit him.
0: No, you, you can't. It's Unless tough, he's hurt. If he's,
1: if he's hurt and he's like game-time decision, I'll probably consider it. But I would feel really bad if he scores 40 on my bench. Yeah. So just For keep sure. that in mind. Just keep looking at practice reports. Keep looking at, you know, be plugged into pregame, uh, you know – Pre game inactive list and make sure that he's uh, good to go. So, all right, guys outside of that range, um, I'm just going to mention Julio Jones. Keep an eye on him because he did miss practice today. So, keep an eye on his status throughout the week. He's a veteran, so veterans don't normally practice every single day of the week, and guys like Julio Jones don't need to practice. Every single day of the week, especially those veterans that have been in there, you know, like if Jamar Chase missed a couple of days, I'd be I'd be nervous because he's a rookie. Right? Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. But guys like that, guys like Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, Colin Sutton, all those guys, like I wouldn't be worried if they missed time early in the in the week of practice. So um, let's talk about let's actually talk about these Steelers wide receivers, assuming they're all healthy, man. How do you how do you feel about Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Juju? How do you feel about those guys?
0: What order would you start them in? Um, I, you know, it's, I know you said if they're all healthy, but you got to take the health into consideration. Uh, Deontay Johnson missed last week, you know, so he's got some rest on if I believe if he goes this week, he's going to be a full go. Uh, ribs are no joke man the rib injuries are no joke so that Juju injury kind of scares me a little bit I wouldn't really want to play him anyway and and Chase Claypool that, that that varies because who's gonna guard him if everybody plays but if those two guys miss injuries Deontay Johnson and Juju then I believe that Alexander's gonna be on him and I believe that he's just not going to have a very good game, you know? And, and I think that it's going to hurt this offense. And, and this offense is, is already struggled. So, I mean, if those two guys don't play, I, I really don't like Chase Claypool. Uh, I think he might have an opportunity if, if those two other guys do play because, you know, w- where does Alexander normally play? Like, you know, it's, it's not just on, their best guy. Doesn't he just shadow that one side of the field?
1: I believe so, but I think it really depends on who they're playing. Okay. Uh, there and, are, there have been some games where stuff. he does follow, but like you know, he didn't follow Mike Evans in the NFC Championship game last year. Yeah, so. and,
0: and I don't think Chase has made himself that guy yet. You know, like, we got to lock him down. Yeah. You know, because Big Ben's trying to get the ball out quick still. Like, he's still, you know, Najee Harris had 19 targets last week. Big Ben is going close to the line of scrimmage. So, if if Johnson's out there, I would go Johnson over all these guys. And then I think Najee's going to just have a good week. I know he's not a wide receiver, but with 19 targets, he might as well be. All right. I like it. Okay.
1: Um... What about what about these two guys? Are back to back in ECR, twenty nine and thirty. Odell Beckham against the Minnesota Vikings or Marquise Brown against the Denver Broncos. Both of them on the road. Odell second game back from that ACL injury. Marquise Brown had a couple big drops this week. Could have had a two hundred yard game if he would have caught some of those passes. Who would you rather start, Odell Beckham or Marquise Brown?
0: Um, damn, that is a tough one, dude. I, man, I, I think I would probably go the, the upside that, that's still, that's still there for Odell. I think that especially without Jarvis, there's nobody else on that team. That's wide receiver wise. That's going to command targets from Baker I think Baker's still going to look his way. It's against Minnesota, not the greatest defense. Uh, I think that I would go Odell in that situation. Odell is, um,
1: I don't want to give anything away, but I'll be talking about Odell here pretty shortly. All right. um, I'm going to go Odell Odell Beckham there as well. Um, My next one, Devonta Smith against the Kansas City Chiefs or Kenny Galladay against New Orleans. These two are both. You know, the number one receiver in their offense, you know, whether it's health or skill level, right? Uh, They're going to be in uh, what seems to be, I mean, I don't know if the Giants are really going to be in a shootout with the New Orleans Saints, but Devonta Smith against Kansas City could be a shootout. So who are you going with in this one, man? Kenny Galladay or Devonta Smith?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go Devontae Smith, man. I think that they're gonna have to pass the ball a little bit more here. I I just don't like Kenny Galladay, man. I really don't. Yeah. As a fantasy option, I mean, I know he's gonna be if those two guys don't play, he's gonna be the only one there. I think Jalen Hurts, it's gonna click here eventually. I think I think sooner rather than later. It's it he's got promising uh, moments. But I think it's just going to all kind of come together for him. you got to know he's only started seven games. He is technically, quote-unquote, rookie. I know he's a sophomore right now, but he he only got four starts last week. So I think eventually it's going to click. Him and and Devontae Smith look like they had the best connection outside of their tight ends. So I, I would probably go Devontae Smith there.
1: Okay, I agree. I'm going to go Devonta Smith there. I think the matchup for Kenny Galladay is a little bit bad. I think that game script's going to be re- pretty rough. I think New Orleans, they usually play really well at home. Uh, they've been a team that that home field advantage is a real deal, and this is going to be an emotional game for them. I think they come out and smash the Giants, and I don't really think it's close. So I, I agree with that take right there. Let's kind of go a little rapid round. Okay, let's go really quick through some of these. I'm going to give some really fast ones. Okay, Brandon Ayuk or Jalen Waddle?
0: Uh, Give me Waddle.
1: Uh, what about Tim Patrick or Devontae Parker?
0: Come on, bro. T- Tim Patrick.
1: All right. Tim Patrick or Brandon Ayuk. Asking for a friend. Oh, man. That friend is me.
0: Give me Ayuk.
1: Okay. Uh, how about Christian Kirk or Darnell Mooney? Number two uh, g- Give me Kirk.
0: I need to see more of that Chicago offense. All right, uh, Henry Ruggs or Hunter Renfro? Uh, give me Renfro. PPR, give me Renfro. All
1: right, um, and we'll go with the last one: Will Fuller or Marquez
0: Callaway? Give me Fuller. Uh, almost had a touchdown. Give, give me, uh, give me Callaway.
1: All right. Uh yeah, Cali against the Giants. I think that's a blowout game. So we'll yeah, see. We, Hopefully, it's hope. a lot of Camara. I, I would love that. So, right. um, all right. Is there anybody else you kind of want to throw in there as like a guy? Maybe you're nervous about, or, or really want to start, or should we just start jump right into starts?
0: Yeah, uh, just one guy, real quick, man. I want to know your take on him because he's, he's starting to give me give me some worries, man. That the the, the hair is starting to stick up, and you know I'm I'm a little worried here, man. How you feeling about Bobby Trees, man? Robert Woods. Dude's, dude's been struggling. I, I mean, I kind of really, really liked him in the off season. I wanted a piece of him, I, and I, I was actively targeting him in drafts. And it looks like Cooper Cup's the guy, man. He, he looks like he's coming out with Matthew Stafford with that chemistry. And how are we feeling about Robert Woods? It's not good, Bob.
1: It's really, <laughs> it's really not good. And that is a pun intended. Okay, it's not good, Robert. Bobert Trees. <laughs> uh, I definitely called him Bobbert. That was weird. Um, but, yeah, it's really not good, man. He's yet to go over 100 yards receiving. Uh, he's got one touchdown on the year. He does have four carries um, for 18 yards. but uh, And he's failed to hit double-digit fantasy points so far this season. Uh, I mean, he had, a, he had a good match against a banged-up Tampa Bay secondary. Indianapolis has been dealing with their own injuries and Chicago has been a dumpster fire and they've won three games in a row and he's not producing for fantasy. Um, you know, the next couple games, he's got Arizona, Seattle, those going to be tightly contested games. I think because they're division games or the rival opponents. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I think if I, if I'm the Robert Woods manager, I'm waiting for a big week and I might be selling.
0: Okay. So here, here's a start sit for week four. Do you Robert Woods or Allen Robinson? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Oof, two guys that you you drafted pretty high. Oh, but two guys that have been really disappointing from from the first three weeks. All right. Well,
1: I know I just said a lot of bad things about Robert Woods, but I'm taking Robert Woods in that sense. Even though they're playing Detroit in this one, I'm 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 just gonna default to the better offense. Yeah, I'm Part of the process Hopefully of deciding, touchdown. yeah, a part of the process for deciding fantasy football start sits or who to draft versus the other one is, is the offense good? And the Rams offense is great. So, and I, the Bears offense is the exact opposite of the Rams offense. So I'll take the player in the better offense with more scoring opportunities. Matt Nagy needs to prove that he can call a successful play. Um, for anybody, Fields, Foles, it don't matter. It could be Fields, Foles, Poles, Dalton. It could be anybody. But I, I'm just—he can't. His—he's so incompetent calling plays. Yeah. I'm changing the intro music. Okay, <laughs> you I do am it. man. I'm officially bro. out on Matt Nagy. Okay. <laughs> uh, no firm timeline on the music change though. All right. Okay. Don't hold me to it. Cool. Let's get into these star Sis, man. All right. Um, I'm gonna go first. My start of the week at wide receiver is. We talked about him. We mentioned the fact that I might be talking about this, but Odell Beckham Jr. against the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota third worst against fantasy. I did that again. Minnesota third worst against the wide receiver position. He had nine targets in his first game back. Uh, Jarvis still on IR. Uh, this game. Minnesota's defense is not good, man. They sunk all that money and free agency into the wider into the defensive position on the defensive side of the ball. And it is looking like a waste of money, kind of like the people who dropped all that money on Elijah Mitchell. Uh, yeah, it's it's not, it's not looking good, man, for Minnesota's defense. So I'm definitely targeting Odell Beckham as one of the only competent pass catchers in this offense. You can't convince me a tight end is going to be the dominant pass catcher in this offense. I know it's going to be a lot of Kareem Hunt. I know it's going to be a lot of uh, Nick Chubb. But Odell Beckham looks good in his first start, nine targets, and he, he looks solid, man. So give me Odell Beckham in a, in a smash spot. I think this is a get-right game for Odell Beckham Jr., and he gets back on the map here this week.
0: All right, man. I like it. My start of the week is going to be DJ. Let me get some more cowbell. DJ Moore <laughs> against Dallas. Um, I wish we had a cowbell drought. That would be cool. Uh, but DJ Moore, man. He's- I got one for you. Ready? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, No, I like the call. call. Uh, DJ Moore, man, against Dallas. I think it's going to be a a smash uh, hit. He he had eight catches, 126 yards last week against Houston. He's been heavily targeted. That's been Sam Darnold's guy. I think they're going to have to pass the ball a little bit more. I know their defense has been great, but I still think Dallas finds a way to score and move the ball on the Carolina Panthers. And I think DJ Moore is going to be the recipient of a lot of targets. I love it. DJ Moore was
1: amazing last week. So uh, I think the breakout is here, and I I fully endorse this take. Yeah,
0: he's been he's been really good, man. All all the last three weeks. All
1: right, my sit of the week at the wide receiver position is Brandon Cooks. I'm going back to the well. Uh, didn't work out for me last week when I called him a sit. He was a wide receiver at eleven. I'm sitting him against Buffalo, okay? You can't stop me, damn it. Come on, man. Davis Mills out there. All right. Uh, Brandon (laughs) Cooks against Buffalo. Buffalo, number one defense against opposing wide receivers. Only giving up 13 points per game to the entire position. Now, think about this. How many wide receivers are on the field the majority of the time? majority of offenses have, what, three? Two to three receivers on the field at one time. They're only giving up 13 points to the entire position per game. So – their third fewest in yards given up, and they've only given up one touchdown to wide receivers. Tredavious White, need I say more? This <laughs> Listen, the game is going to be bad, too. The Bills are going to be ahead the entire game. They're they're already ahead in this game. So, yeah, this is a, a, a match for—I mean, Brandon Cooks could get some garbage
0: time stuff,
1: but I'm not excited to start a guy who I'm hoping gets a garbage time touchdown.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So my sit of the week, I know we just talked about them, but it's going to be, and it's going to be hard for you to sit them. But I think my sit of the week is going to be Hopkins against the Rams. Ooh. Yeah, man. DeAndre Hopkins. That's spicy. Yeah, it is. Uh, last week only uh, produced 3.6 PPR fantasy points. They played the Jaguars, and they were behind on in this game just for a little bit but they play the rams i'm projecting that he's going to see a lot of jalen ramsey and he's still dealing with the rib injury i believe it's going to affect him a little bit and i think he's going to be more of a distraction piece than anything during this game so if you got another option man i'm I don't think I'm going to be eating my words. I just, I, this, this matchup is kind of scary. And with the injury, he is sustaining. I think that, uh, I think Hopkins Hopkins is a bad play this week.
1: All right. Uh, that's that for wide receivers. moving to some tight ends real quick. Uh, you're starting Kelsey Waller, Kittle, Hawkinson. I know Hawkinson had a bad week last week, but you're still starting them. Andrews. You're still starting them. Um, Let's talk about, I mean, we don't have to go too far down because it gets really gross really quick. So let's talk about that tight end six uh, through, I don't know, tight end. Let's see. Let's go tight end 15 range. Okay, because so you got Kasiki there, tight end 15 and ECR. Anybody in that range right there that you're really confident in this week as a smash play?
0: There's no guys that I'm like, okay, I'm going to smash um, if anything, Robert, Rob Gronkowski look good, man. I think you're going to, you're going to start him up, fire him up. And just the, the Denver offense just keeps losing some wide receivers. So I just think Noah Fant is going to just fall into a, into a decent target share, man. Now you really only have Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick out there. So I think that Noah Fant maybe falls into a decent amount of targets to give you a nice fantasy day, <laughs> Um, and then, you know, Tyler Higbee, man. Tyler Higbee looks good. Looks real good. And then, uh, dude, Dallas Goddard, I mean, not, not the greatest, but he's not going to kill your team. He's, he's Would you go
1: Dallas Goddard or Robert Tunyon? Uh, Goddard. For sure. Would you go Robert Tunyon or Mike Kosicki? Mike Kosicki. What about... Yeah, I guess you're just out on Robert Tunyon, man. One yeah, catch one catch last week. Huh? Yeah,
0: it's it's he was a very big touchdown dependent guy last year anyway. And you know, he's just not getting looked at. He's not a not a very high volume guy that you're looking for. Meanwhile, you know, Miami doesn't have nearly as good as an offense as Green Bay does, but Mike Kosicki seeing, he just saw 12 targets. You know, Jacoby Brissett is targeting two guys. It's Kosicki and Waddle. And I think that uh, the Colts matchup that's coming up this week, that Kosicki is going to take full advantage again and produce. And it may not be pretty, but he's getting the volume. And it's going to, at the end of the day, be a very good fantasy option for you if you're in that streaming category of tight ends.
1: All right, uh, my start of the week at tight end, Noah Fant against the Baltimore Ravens. You talked about it just now. Uh, The Ravens are the second-worst defense against opposing tight ends. Denver lost a weapon in K.J. Hamler, and they still don't have Jerry Judy back, so you got to think that Noah Fant's going to fall into a bunch of targets and has a good possibility to get into the end zone. I think that this game is going to be close. I think Baltimore wins this game, which means – Uh, The Broncos should be in a negative game script, which should lead to more pass attempts. So give me Noah Fant against Baltimore, the second worst team against opposing tight
0: ends. All right, man. And my start of the week, George Kittle against Seattle. I know he's dealing with a calf strain, but if he is out there and he's a full go, I think this game, I think Seattle is going to be able to score a little bit on them. I think they're going to have to pass the ball. And George Kittle was a very, a uh, very good recipient of all of those. Uh, uh, he's a good player. Yeah, he's, he's very he's a really very, good player. very very good player.
1: All right, my set of the week is Tyler Higby against the Cardinals. I know you just talked about how you would you you like him this week. Uh, the Cardinals are third best against tight ends. They're only giving up one point six points per game to the tight end position. So it's a bad matchup. It's a game where I think the wide receivers is going to eat. I think if Daryl Henderson is healthy this week, they could get back to running the ball a little bit more. I don't really see it for Higby this week. Maybe he lucks into a touchdown, and that puts him in the top twelve. But again, I'm not going to bank on anybody scoring touchdowns to be a start of the week. So I'm out on Tyler Higby this week. I but I will throw the caveat, caveat in that I this is one that I'm really not confident in because I you know was not confident last week and he fell into a touchdown. Yeah. So at any point he could be schemed into this game and get you know four or five catches right off the rip, and that means he's a tight end one. So tight ends are really tough. You could be a. T- I mean, I could go in and score one touchdown and be a tight end one. You know what I mean? So it's it's tough out there, man. Like a wide receiver. Oh, you were talking about quarterbacks earlier. You know, Tannehill threw for three hundred and added thirty yards on the ground and was a tight end. Uh, quarterback twenty four. Yep. If a tight end did numbers like you know comparable numbers to the, his position, he'd be a tight end one, a top three tight end. Oh, absolutely. The tight end position is just so bad. So um, yeah, I mean, Higby he could he could look into a touchdown, but he also could have a very, a very bad week against a really good defense. So,
0: yeah, absolutely, man. Talking about, you know, touchdown dependent guys, my set of the week's going to be Robert Tunyon versus Pitt. He just doesn't look like he's a major part of this offense. And I, you know, I just don't feel comfortable rolling him out there. It's kind of like a hit or miss. And, and most of the time, if he's not falling that end zone, it's a miss. So I just don't, like the fact that there, there's no high volume. There's no safe floor with him. There's, you know, at least like a Logan Thomas has a safe floor. He's he's gonna get his four catches and, and stuff like that. So I just don't I don't like Robert Tunny this week. That's gonna be my set of the week. All right. Let's give two starts for the DST,
1: two starts at kicker, and then we'll go and talk about some Thursday night games. So my start of the week on defense, Cincinnati against Jacksonville, not sexy at all. I've talked about it the last couple of days. I'm rolling with it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence leads the NFL in interceptions. He had four turnovers last week, two picks, two fumbles. I'm counting on turnovers and sacks in this game. Cincinnati has a decent pass rush. They are going to be without one of their starting safeties. But defensive scoring, I'm really worried about sacks, turnovers, and uh, not giving up a lot of points. And I think that Cincinnati is going to be ahead in this game uh, for the majority uh, of the contest. So give me Cincinnati against Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence... Could be all right, but I'm going to bank on him uh, turning the ball over a lot in this game. All
0: right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the New Orleans Saints versus the New York Giants. Giants offense is just missing too many pieces, and I think it's going to hurt them in the long run. This might be a bloodbath in New Orleans. Yeah, so uh, I think New Orleans is going to be a very good
1: uh, play this week. All right, my kicker start of the week is Greg Zerline against the Carolina defense. Dallas is a good football team. Matched up against a solid defense, I still I, I think that leads to Dallas getting down the field, and Carolina being able to keep them out of the end zone, leading to some field goals. Greg Zerla, Greg the Leg is uh you know he has that nickname for a reason. You know I think he's gonna put put through a couple long field goals this week and give you some solid production.
0: All right, man. Yeah, I like that uh, pick. My start of the week at the kicker position. Is going to be your start of the week from last week, man. Daniel Carlson for the loss of yeah, Vegas Raiders. Yeah, 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 Monday Night Football. Um, I think that this game is going to produce a quite a bit of points. And, you know, I think that the Chargers defense is, you know, decent enough to stop them in the, you know, bend-don't-break type defense. And I think that Daniel Carlson is going to be able to – Uh, you know, produce a, you know, a high fantasy output for kickers this week.
1: All right. That's it for our start sits for the week. Good luck, Justin. I hope every one of your calls hits. Yes, sir. Ditto. uh, Especially the ones that are on my fantasy team.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's talk Thursday night preview. It's time. That is the most hype that you will be. For Jacksonville at Cincinnati, you said that last Thursday week. Night. You said that last week about
1: Carolina Houston. So, all right, the Jacksonville Jaguars zero and three are at the Cincinnati Bengals are two and one. Battle of the two of two of the worst offenses in football statistically, and that's not. I'm not. You may think Cincinnati Jamar Chase has been been good. Cincinnati as an offense has been bad. Uh, Cincinnati boasts one of the league's most surprising defenses this far. Surprising, they've been okay. Uh, and the Jags, well, you know, nothing has gone right so far. Uh, they're riding an eighteen-game losing streak. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags are looking to get back on track. Cincinnati's a seven and a half point favorite, forty-six point over/under. T. Higgins officially ruled out, and the Jags kicker officially ruled out. So, if you are playing DFS, do not put Lambo in your lineup. I know they're doing those like Thursday night specials or whatever. You oh, only yeah. pick players in those games, the uh, Millie Moneymaker or whatever. Yep, uh, Lambo is not going to be the kicker tomorrow night. So don't do it. All right. uh, fantasy options in this game. Justin, how we feel about the Jacksonville Jaguars side? Trevor Lawrence, uh, his receiving options, Marvin
0: Jones, DJ Chark. So the only Chanel. options that I would maybe want is you're probably going to need, if you have James Robinson on your team, he got a nice workload last week. Um, so you you can probably fire him up there in your RB two spot. You're going to have to. Um, I think, I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll be all right. He looked decent last week. And then the only guy I really, really kind of like is uh, Marvin Jones, man, he looks good. He looks like he got a good connection with Trevor Lawrence. So that's the only really options that I want. I don't think I'm going to go ahead and start Trevor Lawrence in this game. He's got to just show me more. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, apparently he, Urban Myers preparing for Alabama every single week instead of other teams. And it just, I don't know, man. I just got to see more. I got to see it all click before I fire up Trevor Lawrence as some starting QB. I agree. Uh, On the Cincinnati side,
1: man, you're firing up Joe Burrow in this matchup?
0: Yeah. I think think that if you got Joe Burrow, um, I think there are worse options out there for you. I think he's going to be able to pass. I think I think we'll be able to have at least two TDs
1: this game. Okay, uh, obviously you're starting Joe Mixon. You're starting Jamar Chase. Uh, you're not starting a tight end on this team on the Cincinnati side. No, are but, you uh, rolling with Tyler Boyd in this matchup? Yeah,
0: I think you can roll with Tyler Boyd. I think there's going to be enough offense out there for you. And I think that with T. Higgins being out, that Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase are both viable options for Thursday Night Football. Absolutely, I'm willing to
1: start their defense this week. I'm not willing to play Jacksonville's defense ever, so don't ever ask me. Stop asking; it's not going to happen. But I'm willing to play Cincinnati this week. I think they, they are my defense start of the week. So <laughs>
0: no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, no, uh, no, no, no.
1: Justin, give me a prediction. Who wins this game? Uh, <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't have to, to ask,
0: right? Yeah. Dude, I really think that Jacksonville and Houston are about to battle it out for the number one pick this year. But yeah, I got Cincinnati. All right, I got Cincinnati as well, uh,
1: and I think they cover man seven and a half points. That's that's. I mean, I think it's going to be. I mean, did the- Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh this week? Last yeah. week, yeah, and they beat them. What it was like. 24 to seven or something like that. Like they, they, they covered that's that one. Yeah. But I think they were the underdog. They were the underdog uh, as a favorite here. I'm picking them to cover too. So um, yeah. All right. Any of these players that you're, that we talked about that you're going to play, whether it be at Jacksonville, anybody, anybody in this matchup, get them out of your flex, get them into those starting spots. Reminder every week, make sure you don't start Thursday night football players in your flex. Gives you the most roster flexibility. As the week goes on, you want your Monday night football players in the flex, Thursday night football players out of the flex. Okay, um, that's gonna do it for us tonight, man.
0: Uh, that was a start great, great episode. Four, like uh, yeah, luck, week four. Darren, good luck, Justin. It's, it's gonna be uh, we we got this one this week. I feel it. Yeah, I, feel I hope it's we be have a good week. week. Hope it's we have gonna gonna a better be a good week.
1: week. All right, that's gonna do it for us tonight, guys. Please go ahead and follow the show on Facebook, on Twitter. Links are in the description. Uh, go ahead and give us a review. Let's get some reviews out there, man. I want some reviews on the podcast. We got two so far. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're all family members. But we got two two reviews. Let's get those numbers up there, man. And uh, yeah, take it away, Justin.
0: All right, guys. That is Start Sit for week four. We appreciate the love and the support. We're just trying to keep growing and get better and better every single week. We're in it with you guys for the long haul. We appreciate y'all. For Derek, I'm Justin. This is the Pigskin Champs. See you